I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. No! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, this is Ryan Murphy, your host this week. Bob is out. Bob is working. He so wishes he could be here. Um, and I don't know why I said that like that. Because I know he wanted to be here for the final episode of Zombies Ate My Podcast in 2017. That joke will never get old. And I can only use it once a year. So I'm going to continue doing it. I'm joined tonight by that. yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm joined tonight by busy zombie lord Lou Page. Uh, Lou, how you doing? Not too bad. Ready to wrap up the wrap up the year and talk about some upcoming zombie stuff for next year. Yeah. So this week, it's, uh, this is our last episode of 2017. We're just going to be light and fluffy after last week's um, <laughs> uh, episode where Lou and I uh, went back and forth on where The Walking Dead is at. Even then, bringing taking that conversation onto another podcast. I did want to mention we talked about a pre-show, and I wanted to give you a heads up before I mentioned it on the show. But um, Lou is a is a, a common guest on um, the Citadel Cafe, which is Joel Duggan's podcast. He you're on monthly, right? Yeah, I'm on once a month. Yeah. So he's on once a month. Uh, I pop in every on occasion. I was on this week's episode talking about the Last Jedi, and uh, there's been some Walking Dead talk on your episode and my episode, and I think I think it was interesting where we both came to the same conclusion that The Walking Dead is, is heading in a direction of uh, weirdness and problems. But uh, it was just it it was interesting that you and I both have the, these opinions of The Walking Dead that have now infected other shows uh, <laughs> to the point where I'm. I'm not going to say derail, but it's certainly like chewed on some time for the Citadel Cafe. So, Joel, I, I apologize, but that's what you get into. It's either video games or zombies when you bring these two on onto another show. But <laughs> check it. We don't talk about it enough, but go check out the Citadel Cafe because, uh, like I said, Lou is, a, is a, a monthly co-host on there, often talking about his opinion on zombie stuff. And, Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I rarely talk. It's the one place I rarely oh. talk about zombies but last week joel was asking me what we were up to and i was like hey we're wrapping up talking about walking dead this week because i usually do that right before we do this yes. so i was just reminding people that listen to both shows to listen to this and i kind of went on a little bit about walking dead for about 10 minutes and i don't usually do that yeah and i and i did the same thing on on, on my stint for the show and i think um, we had a very good conversation about ratings and why uh, why they suck and why they're stupid, uh, but still are a very highly sought after metric for 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 production companies like like AMC. So uh, we won't get into that now. This is going to be the light and fluffy. So that was last week and possibly future episodes in 2018 as we continue to cover the walking dead february will be here before you know it but today we're going to talk about the current state of zombies in 2018 what we know 
for sort of a matter of fact is coming out in 2018 we're going to start with video games and then work our way down to movies and tv so with video games specifically lou we've got a list of about five here what are you what are you excited about uh i am actually most excited for the thing we've heard the least about and that's Mm. days gone okay um so we got five titles coming that are headlined for this year and we've got state of decay 2 overkills walking walking dead the final season of telltale's walking dead world war z and days gone that's what that's the big stuff that's coming that's zombie related and i'll be honest i got zero interest in state of decay 2 really uh uh they uh, the company that did uh, the first State of Decay did a remastered State of Decay one mm-hmm. uh, last year or the year before, and they claimed it was going to be better than the original the, the original edition of the game. They were adding all this content, this that and the other thing, and they released a completely broken game, from what I understand, and that the game still doesn't work right. Yeah, I played the. The remastered uh, State of Decay, and it wasn't remastered. It was the same game. Um, I don't remember them promising new content, but I, I remember enjoying what I played. But I, I didn't certainly get into it like I did the original release. And having not seen a lot of State of Decay two, I think that I'm curious to see if they've actually fixed some of the issues I had with State of Decay. State of Decay was kind of like buggy and a little janky around around the corners animations were a little stiff so i'm hoping state of decay 2 addresses some of those concerns but also doubles down on the things that i loved which were like the community building and the mission systems and rescuing and and scavenging and all that fun stuff but mentioning days gone is honestly it's it's one of those games that i hope comes out in 2018 but playstation's been doing this thing where they're they're unveiling these titles and then not attaching a date to them and being very coy on when they're coming out like oh it could be 20 like god of war had a leaked release of like march something but they haven't confirmed it's coming out in march there's no release date so with days gone i think they may have said they're targeting 2018 but we don't know that for a fact and it just yeah. looks really cool it and looks yeah. different from what we've been normally getting mm-hmm. um State of Decay, uh, I'm guessing we're going to have more of what we had in the first game. Uh, And that's fine. If that's what they give us, then I'll be excited. Uh, Overkill's Walking Dead, uh, they're not even showing us gameplay. They're still just showing us character stuff, which is, uh, at this point, I just don't... I don't care about the story. I want to see some gameplay. Me, me too, and it, you it's know, gonna be it's gonna be The Walking Dead. So I know what we're gonna get story wise. We're gonna get some drama. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get some drama, and then we're gonna get some more drama. You know, <laughs> we promised we wouldn't do this, man. Uh, no, I'm I'm just kidding. But I, no, I feel I, like no, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just no, saying no, that no. that's what we're gonna get. I'm just kidding. But I think with Overkill, uh, Overkill's Walking Dead, it's it's the Left for Dead sequel where where we're never gonna get. And I think that's what I'm excited about. And I'm, that's me injecting my own personal opinions into it. I know Overkill, the people behind um, Payday, making a Walking Dead game of that ilk just kind of screams Left 4 Dead. Four-player co-op, zombies, 
hell yeah, it's going to invoke some some feelings from that Left for Dead Left for Dead left us with. So I'm with you. The story trailers that they've been putting out have haven't really been doing it for me because they're just they're telling the dramatization that we get in every single Walking Dead episode or honestly any zombie um you know scenario that that has come across and i need to see gameplay to know whether it's something that that i want to play because they had a really good cg trailer for that uh daryl's crossbow game and man it did not it did not go over well i mean you remember the the trailer they had for that one it was all cg and it actually looked decent and then the game came out and it was like a piece of just a piece of garbage i can tell you i've played the arcade game and the arcade game ain't that great either which one's that? Uh, you literally—it's it, a mounted rail gun game where you use crossbows. Oh. Um, I I played that over the summer. Well, I, arcade. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the gameplay, like you said. Um, but there hasn't been a lot of the. It, they they it feels like this was a re re reveal, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we'll probably get more soon. I don't know why. Yeah. As and and as for Telltale's Walking Dead game, mm-hmm. I just am so uninterested in those games at this point. Um, the fr- I love the first one and I really liked the second one, but my gripe was that the Michonne game and New Frontier really just retread the same old story over and over and over again. We don't. I, I don't see any character development. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. No. For sure. Uh, I, and it, it, it just. I feel like. I feel like it's their experiments in storytelling that are trying to experiment in storytelling the same way over and over and over again, and expecting me to be wowed by their like. Yes, trope on a leash. Got it. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. I see it coming. Twenty minutes before it happens. Yeah, I, I think New Frontier... Did you finish it? No. So I think with New Frontier, and honestly just my personal opinion, they were able to experiment with a different story eventually having characters that they could toss aside. Um, did it take a while to get there? Yes. Did When they got there, was it actually really that shocking and interesting compared to season one and two? Not really. But with the final season... It gives them this this opportunity that they'd never had before, which is conclusion. They can do something with an ending and have it be an open-ended ending in that you have multiple endings. And you don't have to follow up on any of them because it's your final season. And I think that's exciting to me. And also just I'm a completionist and seeing them put the cap on something will be nice. And hopefully, hopefully they've learned from their 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 experiences in the past and the fact that they've already announced telltale you know reshifting gears and working on one or two games a year instead of four or five um is exciting to me especially since the walking dead's final season is continuing to be one of those projects so we don't know other than the announcement that's all we know no trailers no nothing probably late 2018 um yeah, I don't know, but no, it, it is I, one of those. I expect products. they're gonna do what they did with New Frontier. We'll hear about final season three weeks before it's gonna go live. Yeah, that sure. tends to be what Telltale does now. Is they don't want any build up, so they announce they're working on a title, 
and then you don't hear anything again until they are on the verge of releasing. Yeah, agreed. I I, I can see them. I I definitely see them announcing it again, like re-announcing it, and then you're right, coming out shortly after. And I don't know whether that's just to build momentum or have it so you're caught up in the hype and then you just buy it because it's Walking Dead. I've certainly been guilty of that. Although I have, I've stayed away from Telltale Games recently to the point where I think, oh, I'll buy it when it goes on sale. But then when it goes on sale, I don't buy it because I'm not, I don't have an interest in playing it. So it's... I wish Telltale would try something new, and the best way to try something new would be to experiment with something that they know is going to sell no matter what, which is their Walking Dead game. So if it ends up being the same as A New Frontier, I will probably fall in line with what you, with your guys' opinions that it's just not something worth playing, although we do play it to cover it on the show. So, yeah, that's... that's um. It, besides the fact that they announced this World War Z game, which we know nothing about, it was just a trailer. We know nothing about, but even in the trailer, they show us so little that all I keep thinking when I see it is, yep, it looks a lot like Left 4 Dead with more zombies on screen. I hope they can pull that off. Yeah, it does look a little finicky as well, but it's uh, it, it says coming soon. We don't know when it's coming out. So I put it in here because it was just announced uh, a couple weeks ago at the Game Awards, but World War Z is one of these properties in line with The Walking Dead and um, other high-profile zombie franchises that, that just have, hasn't been given its due. The Brad Pitt movie was okay, but there hasn't been a video game yet, so I'm interested to see what they do, although it, it seems like they're falling in line with the movies with like the, the bee swarm zombies. Yep. And, so. and, and and as far as I know, I believe Max Brooks has severed all ties from anything doing with those movies because he doesn't think they're tied to his 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 books in any way, shape, or form. And he's never come out and said he dislikes the movie. He just he doesn't really talk about the movies anymore. So I'm assuming that this is a, a studio still has the rights and they sold the the rights to their film to a studio, not his book rights. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Personally, I think that uh, it's fallen so far from the subject matter that it's it can be tough to still latch onto it. Uh, yeah, as, as I think creator. it's been so long since that movie came out. I feel like trying to make a game from a movie that was what five, six years ago, yeah, or longer. That it's just not worth it. You're right. I, I don't think I, I I don't see where they're coming from, but. Um, more zombie games, the better, I feel like. I really enjoy playing zombie games, and I don't think we get enough good ones. No, I've, so. played, a, I've played a bunch this year, but not, there haven't been anything that's that's uh, been recently released. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, what's, what's the zombie game that came out in the last year that, that you really enjoyed? I, I would probably put Fortnite at the top of that list, just because... I would put, I would put Fortnite, but... I I find that lately when I do touch Fortnite, I'm not playing the zombie content. I'm playing everything but the zombie content. Yeah, they added Christmas stuff. Have you tried that? Um, yet? I have not. I have not booted that up since I think the last time we played. Hmm. Um, I played Killing Floor two this this year, Ooh. which is which is out for. I think that came out last year, but they're constantly putting out new content in that. Like the and and that content is usually free. So I don't know how that game's making money, but they they like they've got a Krampus thing going on right now. 
Yeah, I did see that. And I, I played a lot of uh, Killing Floor 2 as well during our Extra Life stream. And man, that game is so satisfying and fun. And if you're looking for... We talked about Left 4 Dead feelings. Uh, that one is straight up like... It's literally Left 4 Dead on a map that the idea is to hold points and not explore. Yeah. With, with uh, yeah, with um, slow-mo kills. Honestly, yeah. the most satisfying thing you could ever have happen in a video game is when you get a critical hit or someone on the team gets a critical hit and everybody goes into slow-mo. And it can either be the coolest thing or the most frustrating, depending if you're reloading or not at the time. Uh, so there's that. But um, that's going to do it for video games. Um, video games a big uh, a big part of keeping the zombie genre alive, as well as television, which we're going to talk about next. So let's get this out of the way. The Walking Dead returns on February 25th. We, if you want to know our opinions on that, listen to last week's episode. If you want to hear Bob's opinion, you can look forward to a future solo episode. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, also on that same date, Ash versus the Evil Dead. And this is something we talked about last week as being on Canadian Netflix and Netflix in general. So I can catch up on the show and then watch the premiere. Maybe we don't do the Walking Dead premiere. Maybe we do the Ash versus Evil Dead premiere. What do you think? I, I would be okay with that. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it, as for Ash versus Evil Dead, um, I have not finished season two, but I only have like two episodes to watch. Mm -hmm. um, I was watching it with my roommate before we moved into the, the new house. And so him and I kind of took a break from it. And so... I'm supposed to actually go over there and hang out this weekend. So my goal is I think I'm I think I'm going to watch some more Ash vs. Evil Dead, and I'll have it wrapped up in a, in a couple of weeks. But I'll definitely have it wrapped up before the 25th. And the second season is really good. I'm really curious to see where they go with the third season. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure that that show has been renewed for a fourth. Yeah, I think that news just broke, honestly. Um, and I'm surprised because season three, well, the show has been premiering on Halloween. And... One would think them premiering in 2018 would be a way to get a, get out of the, the shadow of The Walking Dead. But premiering the night The Walking Dead returns doesn't seem like a solid marketing strategy. Um, um, I think they're doing it on purpose, to be honest. Oh, you honest think so? Um, this show is, is succeeding because it knows they're not going to get live watchers. Hmm. Um, this is on Stars. And Stars is banking on the fact you're going to watch this on demand. Oh, and they have their own streaming service in the states. Uh, they have their own streaming service. They're on Am they're on Amazon here. You can get and and Hulu. You can get Stars through both of them. Ooh, that's you exciting. pay extra. You pay extra for it, but you get on demand Stars. Either that's way, really cool. And uh, it's and it's not it, as far as like you know you want HBO. HBO is. Uh, HBO is what fifteen bucks a month, I think. I thought it was and, ten. Uh, I I think it's fifteen. It could be. Oh yeah, premium. Maybe you're right. It is probably fifteen. Um, and uh, I we I pay for stars because my wife watches Outlander, and uh, it's only like eight bucks a month. Hmm. So I pay for it when there's a show I want to watch, and then I cancel it when there's nothing on it. Well, I'm. I've always what from what I've watched in season one, I really appreciated the the different type of television it was presenting me. Whilst and it's not even it's so close to not being zombie related, 
that it just kind of fits the bill because there is death involved um, and people are being reanimated, but it's not your typical zombie uh, drama or comedy. But when you look at a a typical zombie comedy, you look at uh, the new Santa Clarita Diet that was a Netflix uh, original season two. It was renewed for a second season. Mm -hmm. And it premiered in February last year. Yeah, so and there's I'm, no talk when where the new season's going to air, except yeah. that there was a recent promo where they helped the guy propose to his girlfriend on, in a web video. Yeah, I saw, I saw that. It was, um, it was super cute, but it's the closest thing we have to any sort of resemblance And, and to I'm the show. fine with that. I'll be honest. I didn't finish it, mm-hmm. mostly because something else came up and I didn't have time to finish it, but... It, I've, I was only like one or two episodes from the end. It's a show that is similar to Ash vs. Evil Dead, bite-size, very finishable. I'm not a huge Drew Barrymore fan. but I like her in it. She, I, I, I was going to say, I do like her in it. But honestly, the show, for me, is carried by um, Timothy Oliphant. Just yeah. his, his portrayal as the bumbling husband... Um, Alongside this this renewed strength, uh, uh, Drew Barrymore's character is yeah. is a great pairing. That show is super funny in a very low key way, which is my kind of humor. You know, not like slapstick slapstick comedy, but more like it's funny because it's it's um it's quirky and it's just kind of happening in front of you, and no one's uh, what 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 is it? like she's she's eating brains and she becomes more confident and then that rubs off on everybody and that starts to create some scenarios that are interesting but it ends in a way where i think it's a bit of a cliffhanger so i'm looking forward to seeing where it goes with season two but a show you've been keeping up on is i zombie so are you excited for its return in the spring i'm excited for its return but once again uh this is a show that i fell off the bandwagon last season Mm -hmm. about halfway through they did their I'm getting tired of the mid-season finale thing. Right. Because they did... I watched iZombie right up until they did, like, their mid-season finale. And then it was like, yep, we'll be back in, like, three weeks or four weeks. And I never came back to watching it last season. Oh, that's too bad. And it wasn't because it was telling a bad story. I actually really enjoyed what they were doing. It was just... I prefer to binge everything all at once on one weekend at this point. Trying to keep up on a show every week is getting to be, oh, uh, this feels like a job hmm. that I have to tune in every week. Well, it's um, it should be noted that I've uh, we basically have an open invite uh, to Jocelyn Moffat of the Angry Chicken and co-host on Gamers End to to come on and talk about iZombie because she's all caught up. She loved it every episode, so she's looking forward to kind of talking about that. So I know I keep saying I need to. Um, I mean, and I did watch the first season and, and kind of really enjoyed it. Because, again, similar to Santa Clarita Diet, provides the a humor. The second season is really good. Mm-hmm. And then the way it ends, the third season, you it, it, the, the third season you find out more about the zombies in, I think it's Seattle. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a really interesting story going on by it's season three. And, like I said, they do did their, like, mid-season thing where they were like, oh, yeah, this we're only doing like 16 episodes and we're on episode eight or nine we're gonna take like three weeks off and we'll be back and at that point i fell off because we were watching week to week 
Yeah, and the cool thing about it is, it is on Canadian Netflix, and I, I it is on American Netflix as well. Yeah. But I just haven't gotten around to watching it. Yeah, I watched the first season, and I remember it ending with a not a cliffhanger, but a conclusion that was something you wanted to see how it um, how it continues. But yeah, it it just presented. And here's my problem with television. There's so much of it, and... Um, it's almost getting to be overwhelming. It, it Well, yeah, I would go as far as to say that it's already overwhelming, and I'm having to delete entire seasons of shows from my from my TiVo that I... You still pay for cable. I do pay for cable, because in Canada, it's kind of how you... It's really the only way you can watch television legally, um, outside of some of the Netflix stuff, but... With uh, but th- that being said, I watch TV so slowly that I could easily cancel my cable and just hope it comes to Netflix. Um, especially with iZombie, like I, I haven't been recording it because I just watch it on Netflix. But I find now I have to really curate what I watch so I have time to watch the good stuff. Like I finally, finally, and I'm not, uh, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I finally deleted Big Bang Theory and canceled my one pass ah. for it. I don't like that show. I don't know why I keep watching it. I just don't like that show. So I deleted it. And yeah, uh, iZombie and Santa Clarita Diet and Ash vs. Evil Dead, the, the, the three shows we just talked about, are three shows that I really wish I, I had been keeping up on. And even Santa Clarita Diet, I, I had it took me a while to, to finish it. But I did finish it. Um, so hopefully in 2018, we'll focus more on stuff outside of The Walking Dead. Uh, well, we do have Fear the Walking Dead returning in June. Yeah, uh, yeah. The next two things are Fear the Walking Dead in June and The Walking Dead in October. So, so I yeah. mean, I don't want to talk about Walking Dead too, too, too much. No, but we don't know where this season is going to, to, to point us. Um, there was an article this week put out by Forbes mm-hmm. in which the commenter or the writer suggests that we may be getting rid of Rick this season because apparently um, uh, Andrew Lincoln has not renewed his contract for another season yet and AMC has not reached out to redo his contract for another season and there's rumors that he might be leaving the show at the end of this season that Rick might be dead and this Forbes article suggests that they may be pointing Negan into the role of leading the show. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the concept of season nine for The Walking Dead and season four of Fear the Walking Dead, for that matter, it's hard to know where they're going because clearly they're throwing, they're treating the comic book as the source material still, but they're throwing out a lot of the major conventions because a TV show can't last forever. And this is something I touched on last week and on, on the Citadel Cafe, but they have to have an end game. And that end game is going to piss off comic book viewers because, or because the comic book can last forever and the TV show can't. So you're right. The, uh, the ninth season hasn't been officially renewed. Uh, Rick, uh, Andrew Lincoln doesn't have a contract past season eight. Neither is Daryl. Uh, they both signed extensions for three years, and they are up this season. And do I think they get rid of Rick and and bring and and the article you're referencing? I did read it, and it was is clearly an opinion piece. Looking at the facts we have 
and stating what could what a future possibility could be like a negan led walking dead um would i love to see that yeah i love actually can i be boldly honest Hmm. i would at that point i would suggest that we stop watching the show as as a podcast (laughs) yeah we take a stand (laughs) yeah no i can't do that no and not as a stand as as a i don't really care about this show anymore i mean that's how rick is the best part about the walking dead yes and but what i'm saying is like you don't get you don't need to get if you get rid of rick having negan as the leader doesn't it's it becomes a different show no Um, it becomes a different show and there is no other character on that show that could become the 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 lead the lead uh you could go with carol but that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. She really is not a lead character. You can't go with Daryl, especially with the choices he's made. He's he at every turn in the show, he has proven to not be a leader. He's just the guy that's along for the ride, and that's fine. Just if Rick dies, the plan was always they'd have Carl to fall back on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think even the comic book does that at this point. That. It takes Rick takes a back seat to Carl now, I think, in the comics. Well, basically, yeah, he got injured and he can't yeah. do what he used to do. I, I think... Um, and, and, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But by killing off Carl, you know, AMC has inevitably tied their hands. Well, that you do a time jump and Judith is older, but they'd have to do a major time jump. They'd have to do a major time jump. It would make sense. But then his flash forward, he was pretty old. So yeah, but I don't even buy into those anymore. No, you, you because can't. look at well, you look at the ones they did with Fear the Walking Dead, where they showed her and they showed the thing, and you know, people that were alive. <laughs> that wasn't a flash forward. I, I don't care about that stuff anymore. <laughs> okay, okay, uh, um, we're getting off track here, but you're right. The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead both have these uncertain futures, and I feel like. Fear the Walking Dead is a little more certain because we have a complete season bef- before us and we know Morgan is coming. But I think actually Morgan coming to the show is what makes it unknown. And The Walking Dead, we have a whole half season that we got to get through to understand where it's going to be. But October will certainly... I feel like the ending of this season of The Walking Dead will set us up for another anticipated premiere in October. Not to the extent of a cliffhanger wanting to know who Negan kills, but more of a... Where do we go next with The Walking Dead? I, I feel we get a conclusion. Season 8 and Season 9 is like, okay, what's the end game? Let's start to see this unfold. Uh, but yeah, enough Walking Dead. Let's talk about our favorite show, Z Nation. Z Nation has been renewed for a fifth season. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently they just did their last uh, season finale for their fourth season, but it was picked up for Season 5. And... I'm assuming if they're on season five, that it must do good numbers for Siffy. Oh yeah, because it, it has to. Because I'll be honest with you, there's some shows on Siffy that had I, they had to have been getting better numbers than Z Nation, and Siffy canceled them. Yeah. So either Z Nation has to be really cheap to shoot, or it's it. I would imagine. It's inexpensive to shoot uh, Z Nation in comparison to some of their bigger budget uh, shows like um, The Expanse. 
you know, that requires CG and set pieces and, and where Z Nation, I haven't watched it yet, although I will be watching the first half of season one, um, would probably be mostly prosthetics and physical type things. Um, so yeah, Z Nation's coming back. Good, good for you, Siffy. Um, one thing we didn't have on this list uh, that just popped into my head because of the whole uh, physical prop type conversation. Do you remember that Australian movie, Wormwood? It's yes. getting a TV show. That's coming out this year, is it not? It's it's in development. We don't know anything about when that show is going to premiere. Because they had a or where it's going to premiere. That could be that that is an Australian developed TV show. So I wouldn't be surprised if we have to pirate it to find it. Yeah, Wormwood Chronicles of the Dead. Uh, it was a 2014 film, and um, yeah, I'm not seeing. A uh, short teaser was put out this year in the form of a 10-episode TV series. Yeah, you're right. There's no word on where we'll be able to watch that, and you're probably right. We'll probably have to find it through nefarious means if it's going to be just through Australia, but gotta love that so we don't know but that's tv again similar to video games a big presence on the small box but what about the big screen tell me we have something coming in 2018 not really okay perfect well we uh no but we don't have much coming in 2018 but the rumors for 2019 say that we're going to get uh hold on i have a list here Mm mm-hmm um, we're expected to get Rise of the Living Dead and Road of the Dead in 2019. Both are Romero-related projects. Rise of the Dead, or no, Road of the Dead was something he was talking about prior Before to he his died. death. Yeah, and was kind of his last piece of work um, that he and was it's working been, on. And I believe the person that helped him write it... Um, is involved in getting it directed. And I believe there's already been people that have picked up on it and that it's going to get made. Um, they already have a cover art for it. Um, and I believe Rise of the Living Dead is a prequel to the original Night of the Living Dead mm-hmm. uh, being done by uh, Romero's son. Hmm. That's interesting. And and again, like I appreciate George A. Romero. And if you want to listen to one of our, I thought one of our best episodes that we've done was a George A. Romero um, retrospective. And we've had our problems with him in the past, just in terms of the way he gives interviews and the way he sees a lot of our favorite shows like The Walking Dead. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think his, anything he touched prior to his death has now become this thing that has to be made to kind of give uh, one could look at it as a cash-in, but others could look at it as a, a final uh, pay of respects to the guy who created the zombie genre to, for what it is today. So hopefully 2019 or late 2018 proves to be a, a, a good look at that work. But yeah, you're right. Like it's not Movies are very... If this was a comic book show, we could spend six episodes talking about the movies that are going to be coming out in the next year. And zombies really don't, zombies as a genre don't really get that. TV is where we shine. Video games, it seems to be a heavy year in 2018. But movies, there's just, there's literally nothing on the horizon, even in production, that is like set in stone. I mean, World, World War Z 2 has been 
coming out next year for the last three years. You know, there's been no forward momentum on that. I, I, I don't get it. It was profitable. Um, they just, I don't know. He's, uh, what was it? Brad Pitt's trying to get David Fincher to do it. Maybe that's yeah. what's uh, keeping him, keeping well, him busy. I, I just, I, I don't understand Brad Pitt's fascination with the project. The last one didn't really make him a whole lot of money. Uh, I'm not saying they shouldn't make the film. I'm just saying, at this point, the film has been in development for almost what five, six years. Sometimes it's sometimes it's best to cut your money and run. Yeah, well, I think you're right. I think, uh, especially since it's so far off the source material, and that seems to be like your number one reason for just internet uproar and i don't know why you'd want to put yourself through that honestly um but yeah that is 2018 in a nutshell and all intents and purposes you know a couple years ago you would have probably just had to say the walking dead and that's it you know and now we have all these other shows and video games that are coming out that aren't just based on the walking dead and we didn't even talk about comics but it I mean, I don't want to sound uneducated, but wouldn't comics just be The Walking Dead? <laughs> or is that me being a bad person? It's not you being a bad person. And a lot of the zombie-related content out there in comics tends to be a lot like The Walking Dead. But you know what they say, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Damn it. Never mind. <laughs> it's all good. But, uh Yeah. It it should be it should be an interesting year, and I know I know there are zombie comics that pop up that aren't Walking Dead that, that kind of shine through and and they're they're just they're overshadowed by this this immense beast that is uh, oh, Robert. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Imitation is the most serious form of flattery. There it is. Thank you. Thank there you. Go. Um, speaking of Z Nation, we were just talking about it. Uh, donations for Extra Life are still open till December thirty first. The current plan is for Lou and I to watch uh, starting in the new year. Um, the first half of season one of Z Nation, and and you know what? Like we might, I mean, I might feel generous and just keep going, but I doubt it. I hear it's pretty bad. So if you want us to watch the full season of Z Nation, or even have us go straight up to season four, um, you can go to zombiesatemypodcast.com/slash extra life and donate. We uh, do extra every hundred dollars gets us a new season, and you can donate right up until December thirty first. So there's still time. I, for one, will be sacrificing holiday time to watch Z Nation, and that's because of uh, fine people who have donated to our cause uh, to help uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals. So you can check that out. And we're, we're going to start talking about Z Nation in January. It's, it's happening. We can't avoid it any longer, Lou. That's okay. Okay. Well, we are going to. I think the current plan is to make sure Bob is here for when we talk about Z Nation, and our job will be to convince him to watch Z Nation, whether we liked it or not, because it's for charity. So if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. Everything that is donated through Patreon goes right back into the show, uh, either us covering content, covering hosting, covering domains, stuff like that. If you want to find more episodes of Zamp, go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. Email us your feedback. What are you looking forward to most in 2018? Info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. If you want to hear our individual ramblings on Twitter, you can find myself at R. Murphy, Lou at Busy Zombie Lord, and tweet at Bob, you know, at Bobbert F. Tell him, like, we miss you, you know, because we miss him. 
it's tough at not having him on these these episodes. Uh, and a final shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork, joelduggan.com, and be sure to check out the Citadel Cafe where you can listen to Lou and I talk at each other on different episodes. So that'll be fun. And this has been Zombies Ain't My Podcast. Uh, Lou, any final words for the fine folks? No. It's it's the end of 2017. You you must have some nugget of info that you've been saving up for this monumental moment. Go. No. It's just it's going to be 2018. More zombie content. Yay. All right. Well, you heard it. You heard him. He's excited. Tune in. Returning 2018, episode 187. Can't wait. Night, everybody. Night, everybody.